Welcome to the Manor. Welcome back to the Twin Terrors Macabre Manor of Mead, Metal, and Mayhem. I'm Jody. And Jody answered my question. <laughs> I'm James, and my question was, would you like to start? <laughs> so I did. <laughs> yes. It was, it was less of an actual response and more of a suck it, fucker. <laughs> Welcome back to the Terrors Beowulf arc. <laughs> yeah. In the previous Beowulf episode, we discussed the actual saga of Beowulf and the differences between the three authors that we discussed. Yes. Go back and listen. You should. Yes. It's fantastic. No, nobody does it better. Heard that song. <laughs> That's a good song. It is. I don't remember which James Bond movie it was, but yeah. <laughs> nobody does. I'm not going to sing it. That no, Please don't. No, nobody does it worse. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I I am actually seeing um, fireflies. Nice. I thought so too. Yeah, it is about that time and nice. Yeah, it's awesome. I love those. Um, but that's off topic. It is. <laughs> what, what is on topic is Beowulf. Yes. But that is uh, a, an apropos tangent almost because they are insects, and and so are bees. And we will continue our Beowulf thing with adaptations, including Beowulf. Yes. Beowulf the Mighty. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm ready. Are you ready to move on? Um, I, I'm just... I, Beowulf? Beowulf. So, adaptations. Yes, those things. Yeah. I, I know there have been many. <laughs> <laughs> just, just a few. Yeah. Well, there's there's the there was the CGI, in uh, what the 2007. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember. Angelina Jolie is Grendel's Grendel's mother is the only one I can remember that was in it. But I I, I know there were some other decent, you know, decently big names in it. Uh, Anthony Hopkins and okay. John, John Malkovich, Robin Wright, who uh, was the princess in The Princess Bride. Yeah. And Crispin Glover. <laughs> I love Crispin Glover. Well, he's the best in uh, if Charlie, uh, Charlie's Angels. <laughs> yeah. And I only know kind of more about it because it was uh, the screenplay was by, well, Roger Avery and Neil Gaiman. Yeah. But anyway, um, I, I didn't know if you're going anywhere else with, with that. Um, no, I only that I've I've not watched it. I've seen bits and pieces of it. I haven't seen the whole thing. I tried. I did not. I hate CGI shit. I, it just it looks so fake. Like Angelina Jolie would make a wonderful. First, I didn't like it kind of being a snake, like you know, like yeah, kind of made it a a hot monster with mm-hmm. you know her upper half and then a snake. I thought that was kind of weird, and yeah, and just you know, either make her a monster, make her hot. You don't have to do both. And I just the CGI looked well. Again, that was fourteen years ago. CGI's come away, but mm-hmm. I, I didn't fucking like the dwarves on pigs and the Hobbit because I thought that looked dumb. I like the idea. I just didn't like it in Middle Earth. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, the concept <laughs> of it. I, yeah, D and D would have been a lot better. Well, <laughs> context actually, for that, you could have filmed a couple guys dressed up as dwarves riding big war pigs, and then somehow worked that. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the whole. Yeah, it was all CGI. It didn't quite work. Yeah, I, I like the story. Like, uh, I I watched it. I thought it was good. I like I like the screenplay. I like the storyline. It's all good. You know the. Beowulf was good. It's just CGI. Fucking stop it. Yeah. All of you. 
I, I think part of the problem was they were trying to make it look too realistic. And I think that's where, you know, something like the Clone Wars looks a little more abstract. So what? that helps yeah. it. Yeah. So Or do rotoscoping like Bakshi's Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, um, oh well, oh, here, well, I'll go and do mine real quick because yeah, of okay. Gaiman, uh, who did the screenplay. And he has a short story called The Monarch of the Glen, which uh, Shadow Moon from American Gods, it's a short story mm -hmm. on him, visits Scotland and he runs into Beowulf's Grindel. It's, it's, a, it's not a retelling or an adaptation. Uh, it's, it's more of a semi-sequel thing. Um, okay. He uses Grindel and Grindel's mom in a very, really cool, interesting way. So... I've I've not I've not read that whole story, but my copy of American Gods has like the first section of that story included at the end of the of the book. Oh yeah, yeah. To get it, uh, you have to get his uh, collection called Fragile Things. Okay, I will look for that one then. Oh, it's good. Though. I've I've got all of the short story close collections, and yeah, it's it's excellent. Cool. There's another one that he uses Shadow Moon in called Black Dog. Uh, in a different collection, which is a take on the black shuck that we've talked about in English folklore, the the yeah dog that is sort of an omen. So just putting that out there. Uh, the Hound of the Baskervilles. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Indubitably, <laughs> my fair Sherlock, which incidentally is a club that Eric Idle liked to go to and um, Graham Chapman's lover. Oh. All right, then. Which we talked about in our Monty Python episode that just came out, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, this, this past Friday, yeah. As we record. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That, that's all I have. I don't, oh, okay. I don't have any other. Oh, okay. Um, well, there was um, uh, Michael Crichton, uh, who, you know, wrote like Jurassic Park. <laughs> oh, yeah, that guy. <laughs> that guy. Um, he, he published a, as, as Wikipedia puts it, a loose retelling of Beowulf. And, but he also kind of, he combines it with uh, Ahmad Ibn Fadlan's historical account of the of, of Vikings, uh, the Volga Vikings. Um, and uh, he, he published it as Eaters of the Dead. But it is, it was one of his college roommates was complaining about how boring Beowulf was. I, you know, probably just not really reading a good translation. And yeah, we had in high school. <laughs> yeah. But Crichton says... I bet I could write a more compelling version. So he winds up writing this novel that was published in 1976 called Eaters of the Dead. Uh, you may be more familiar with it as the 13th Warrior. Um, in 1999, uh, that movie came out starring Antonio Banderas. It was directed by John McTiernan. And if I remember right, McTiernan... Uh, McTiernan wrote, uh, uh, directed 1987's Predator and 1988's Die Hard and 1990's Hunt for Red October. Wow, damn. Uh, Last Action Hero from 1993 and 1995's Die Hard with a Vengeance. <laughs> Last Action Hero, oh, one of the best corny sports movies. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I, I saw The 13th Warrior before I read Crichton's book. 
I didn't even know about Crichton's book until, you know, we're sitting there in the theater and it says, oh, you know, based on Michael Crichton's Eaters of the Dead. And I'm like, oh, I'll have to check it out. And as we're watching it, I, it again, I, I had, I really wasn't, I, I mean, I was just kind of like, wow, this is really cool and everything. And one of the people I was with goes, oh yeah, this is based on Beowulf. I was like, what? Oh, holy shit, it is. <laughs> is this the, uh, is this one that's based on Beowulf and, and the San Antonio Banderas, um, is yeah, he plays first, the he plays the Arabic guy, the, which uh, is an actual historical person who came up and wrote about the Norse, right? Yes, yeah. Um, he he was, I believe, he was one of the ones because we talked um, we we talked about cor cor corpse paint, yeah, and um, we've talked a little bit about the extreme vocals from from black metal and death metal, and the the especially with death metal with that growling style of vocals. And um, there were several, I think he's included in this, I, I'm not sure, uh, but there were several uh, merchants, Muslim merchants who had traveled to Northern Europe who described Vikings as, as using a similar vocal style to what they use in death metal today. <laughs> Sweet. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's the, yeah. That's uh, and I, I love that movie. Um, I've, I've I've not seen it many times, but I do love the movie, and I and I like Crichton's story. Uh, it was a good book. It was a little long winded, so he, you know, <laughs> he, he's still running. He's he was still running into some of the problems that some of the translations. <laughs> <laughs> I just looked it up. It's two hundred eighty eight pages, which is the length of Haney's book. But Haney's book includes his translation and the old English. So it's uh, yeah. half as long <laughs> than Crichton's. <laughs> yeah. And just for comparison, um, Headley's Beowulf is 140 pages and that includes the acknowledgements at the end. Yeah. I was thinking about 150 pages seems about right. Yeah. For a... But speaking of Headley's translation, I found out about, her doing a translation uh well before it actually came out um I, like i said i was listening to npr one morning and they were interviewing her what she had originally done um and, you know you know i talked about the the thing with grindel's mother and the way she's described in the translations that have been done as being monstrous and all this but the word that they that was used in the original anglo-saxon old english is translated differently when it's applied to Beowulf, but it's practically the same word. You know, it's just her, the, the version for Grendel's mother is a feminal, feminal, is a female, a feminine version of the word. So she, she wrote this book called The Mere Wife. It, it is a modern retelling. It takes place in the modern day of Beowulf, but the main character is Grendel's mother cool and instead of being a monster she is a, a a a veteran of the war in afghanistan so it's all this ptsd stuff is built into the story you know beowulf doesn't or, or ben wolf as he's called in in the mirror wife um he's he's not necessarily the hero you know <laughs> at least not that he makes himself out to be it, it, it's 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 a really really interesting take on the story and i actually did i read that one first because that was the one that came out first and then i went back and read her translation 
but yeah, uh, the the mirror wife is. Uh, I I enjoyed it. I thought it was really cool. That's cool. D- did you have more? Um, no, no. Those are the only adaptations I I was going to talk about. Okay, I, I guess I did have one more, but I'd already mentioned that I was going to mention it. Oh, okay. Uh, but in, in Tolkien's Beowulf. Uh, oh yeah. There's uh, the story Selig Spell, meaning mm-hmm. Winter's Tale, uh, that he wrote in the early 1940s, which is his take on Beowulf. And I, I won't give much. It's short. It's not super long. Right. But there, there are connections with Bjorn for Beowulf being bear-like. Mm-hmm. Uh, Theoden, an old grizzled man in a golden hall. <laughs> yeah. The, the smith unfriend is similar to Wormtongue. And, and he also had thought about using the uh, name Unpeace instead, but I like that he used Unfriend in the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, Beowulf, as he's called in this instead of Beowulf, yeah, actually uses the term third time may pay for all, which is like what Bilbo says with the dwarves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's it's just, it's uh, so I've got a couple of their small notes, but it's, it's a really nice story. It, it brings up aspects of Beowulf with uh, him not, his actual meat hole not thinking is very strong but you learn that up front and in his mm-hmm. swimming you know you learn how he's a great swimmer which he needs to be to go defeat grendel's mother yeah and it's he's got some companions and it's sort of a it's it's good i i do remember liking it um when i read it yeah. and now the, the the thing the thing in in the book that i was disappointed with in in uh when they published tolkien's it's it's got Beowulf. It's got notes on the text of the translation, a commentary, uh, Selig spell, and the lay of Beowulf. But it does not have Beowulf, the monster, and the critics, which was one of Tolkien's more well talked about essays or lectures. And that has been very hard to find. But I do believe that that has been published commercially instead of just as a scholarly text. So I, I, I think that's out there. I don't have it yet, but it's definitely one that I've been wanting for years. Yeah, that'd be nice to have. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I'll read it as soon as I get it. but <laughs> I'll be honest. I read, so out of all the things you've been, I read Beowulf. I read Selig Spell. I read, um, the, oh, shit, the small one in there that you just mentioned. I can't remember its name. Uh, the Lay of Beowulf or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I didn't read all the commentary that he and like, especially that Christopher Tolkien put together. Yeah, and 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 I'll be honest, I'm not sure I did either because it's been you know a couple of years or so since I read it. I like the the idea of Christopher putting it together and saying this is what my dad was doing, and he did this mm-hmm. and this and this. But uh, you know, it, it goes overboard. And <laughs> Some, sometimes it can be very dry and and difficult to read. I did learn a where a word came from, from Selig which I've got, I've got two quotes. Um, Uh I I learned the word truncheon, which, you know, like a a billy club used by the police. Yeah. They're they're nice thick. It's it's a truncheon. The actual original meaning meant the fragment of a haft of a spear. Well, that would make sense. It's just a wooden part of a spear that you whack people with. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Two quotes that I love from this. But many a man has a treasure in his hoard that he knows not the worth of. And mm. Everyone's got something to offer. Yeah. And then the other one is because I love bees was as long as he lived, he loved honey dearly. And the meat in his hall was as ever the best. <laughs> nice. 
so yeah it's it's good it's in that same if you get tolkien's beowulf you'll get tolkien's selig spell yeah just it's, it's short what 15 20 30 pages tops mm-hmm. yeah it uh, i do remember that it wasn't real long but yeah it's good it's beowulf <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> but that that's what i has ah uh, that's yeah that's all i got cool all right well just like we've shared different translations of beowulf you should share us with your well whoever you know friends yeah. family, loved ones enemies whoever you think would enjoy all well not all the weird crap we do but all or some <laughs> of the weird crap we do yeah you may, you may have to search <laughs> it's there uh, yep find us on yep. what facebook for our page we're, we're terror's manor on twitter yep uh, you can get us on i, I when i when i remember to do anything on there <laughs> there, there is that uh um, but yeah you can get us on podbean itunes spotify um, i think iHeartRadio radio now that that's what i has i'm good to go yeah me too Woo! so until next time i'm james i'm jody and we'll talk to y'all later all right bye the Macabre Manor is brought to you by the Twin Terrors. All rights reserved. Stay tuned for some fun outtakes. <coughs> I'm dying here. I'm dying. Stay away from the pretzels. It's not even a pretzel. <laughs> Damn you, you magnificent bastard. Okay. Yes, yes, I am. <laughs>